the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You know, man is always ready to shift responsibility for his sins. If you can't blame God, he'll use some modern approach, like saying that sin is a sickness. But sin is not a sickness. It's a moral failure for which every man is someday going to give an account. There's the kicker, isn't it? Someday we are all going to stand before our Maker and give an account for the actions that we've taken while here on earth. Welcome to another edition of Study Verse by Verse. And there is a lot of encouragement, although that doesn't sound like it, to today's message from Pastor Leighton Sheely of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. It's just a two-day series called Seven Truths of Temptation. And you'll want to take notes, I promise you. I'm Mike Trout. So glad you've joined us. We're a listener-supported ministry. You can reach us on the web at highlands.us and give securely. Join with us as a partner. We'd love to hear from you. That's highlands.us. And now here's Pastor Layton. I'd like to invite you to turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 12 and 13. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to men. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. The first truth is that when a, uh, when a believer believes that they cannot fall, they are most vulnerable. It's a time when we let our guard down. There are two times when believers are most vulnerable. One is when they are not attentive about their spiritual condition, and another is when they think they've arrived at such a spiritual maturity or level that they're immune to attack. Furthermore, any Christian who arrogantly condemns or judges a brother or sister who has been snared by sin presumes that they are immune to failure, and they better watch out because their turn is coming. Romans chapter 2 says, You have no excuse You who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge the other, you are condemning yourself, because you who pass judgment do the same things. Well, what things is the Bible talking about? It's talking about sins. The Bible says to be very careful about passing judgment upon a brother or sister, because the same harshness with which we judge them will be the harshness we are eventually judged with. There's a second truth about temptation, and that is it seeks to overtake you. No temptation has overtaken you. That word overtaken in the NIV is translated seized. And we would recognize that term from warfare to mean captured and controlled. Temptation seeks to capture us and it seeks to control us. A third truth about temptation is that any situation is not uncommon. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to men. One of the excuses people use for uh, their giving in to temptation is that their situation is special or unique. Uh, people allow themselves to believe that no one has ever endured temptation like they have. 
And, and, and they may have some other excuse, like, you know, uh, this, this, this weakness runs in my family line. Uh, I, you know, there's, and, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to give themselves more excuse uh, to fail. But the Bible says all temptation is common to mankind. The temptation you deal with is no different than the temptation that someone else deals with. Therefore, you have no reason to excuse or allow sin in your own life that you condemn in someone else's. A fourth temptation, uh, truth about temptation is that God is faithful. But God is faithful. What does that mean, God is faithful? Well, when we're tempted to sin, we often uh, either don't think about God at all or think that God might be busy somewhere else running the universe. And, uh, but the fact of the matter is that God is faithful. He doesn't abandon us. Uh, God being faithful means that you can never blame God for being somewhere else and not coming to you in your time of need. God has promised to never leave us nor forsake us. He's always near. He's always watching. He's always ready to help if we call upon Him. God is always faithful. Now, Satan is a lot smarter than any human. And if, it was, if we were without God's protection and provision, any person would fail temptation no matter how hard that person resisted. But God is faithful. A fifth truth about temptation is that God will not allow a temptation beyond what the targeted individual is able. It says, but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. The New Living Translation says he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. Now, the significance of this is that God is aware of the individual weaknesses and degrees of weakness of each of us. The Bible says he, he knows how many hair are on our head. He knows us inside and out. He knows where our areas of weakness are, and he will not allow us to be tempted beyond what we are able. Now, if we're to take that by extension, if we are overcome with temptation, it is not God's fault. Rather, it's our choice and our responsibility. Whatever that temptation may have been, God made sure it was not more than we could endure. If we did not endure it, it was because we chose not to. A sixth truth about temptation is that God will provide a way of escape. But with temptation, God will also make the way of escape. Now, if you think that your back is against the wall and you have no choice but to sin, the Bible says that God will make a way of escape. And the way of escape is unique to your, your particular situation. It's not talking about a universal way of escape from a given temptation. God is going to provide an opportunity for you to escape that temptation. That's what the Bible promises. Now, it may be open only for a, a few brief seconds and then be gone. So we need to be alert and watching for when God provides the opportunity to escape, knowing that God does promise to provide that. Now, you'll notice that there is no promise of multiple opportunities. We may only get one opportunity to escape a temptation. And there's no promise of perpetual opportunity. That opportunity may only last for a moment. So when that moment of opportunity comes, uh, we need to jump at the opportunity. The seventh truth about temptation is that God intends you to overcome it or to bear it. Verse 13, but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God limits temptation so that we can bear it. 
Bear means to endure underneath it. God doesn't intend for us to be crushed underneath it. He doesn't intend for us to be squashed underneath it. He intends for us to endure underneath it. The Bible says a person will be able to endure a temptation until it is gone. What does that mean? It means that that there is no point in the temptation where an individual can say, I can't bear it anymore and give in. The Bible says that if we're bearing it, it's because we can bear it. Now I'm going to invite you to turn in your Bibles to James chapter 1. And while you're turning there, James chapter 1, I'll just wrap up some thoughts related to this passage. People have a tendency to see how close that they can get to the line, uh, whatever that might be, when the Bible tells us we should flee temptation. Pastor Lee Bishop has said Christians often get two instructions mixed up. The Bible says to resist the devil and flee temptation. And some people get it mixed up and think they're supposed to resist temptation and flee the devil. J. Vernon McGee tells a story. He says, I think of a little boy who was playing around one evening in the pantry. He'd gotten down in the cookie jar. His mother called him and said, Willie, what are you doing in the pantry? He said, I'm fighting temptation. (laughs) He was in the wrong place to fight temptation. But that's what a lot of grown-up people do today, don't they? Dr. Bruce Wilkinson has said, when you flee temptation, don't leave a forwarding address. James chapter 1. We're looking at, uh, we've looked at seven truths about temptation. Now we're going to look at how temptation works, and we find that there are seven steps. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's full grown, gives, uh, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, beloved brethren. Every good and perfect gift comes from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variable or variation or shadow of turning. Now, why does this passage begin with the words, let no one say he is being tempted of God? Well, let me suggest to you that it's mankind's tendency to blame God. And that's been true from the very beginning. When God questioned Adam about his choice to sin, what did he say? He said, the woman you gave me caused me to sin. Now, some people say he was blaming the woman, and he was, but he was really blaming God. He said, the woman you gave me caused me to sin. You know, God, if you hadn't given me this woman, we wouldn't have this situation. So, God, this is really your fault. Now, we do the same thing. We're overcome by temptation. We have a tendency to blame God. We say, God, you knew this was coming. You know the future. You could have made some adjustment back there, and I wouldn't be in this situation today. You could, you could have made it so that, that person didn't cross my path. You could have made it so those, that alcohol or that, those drugs didn't cross my path. God, you could, you could have, it's your fault, God. You know, man is always ready to shift responsibility for his sins. If you can't blame God, he'll use some modern approach, like saying that sin is a sickness. You know, sickness is, you don't choose to be sick. Sickness just kind of like comes upon you. So if it kind of comes upon you and you have no control over it, you're not responsible for it. So we try to excuse our responsibility for sin, saying it's, not, it's a sickness. But sin is not a sickness. It's a moral failure for which every man is someday going to give an account. James uh, tracks sin to its source. He says, each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. 
You know, sin comes from within us, from our old, sinful, rebellious nature. Jesus said, out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemy. Out of the heart, from within. Sin comes from within. We can't blame something without. Sin comes from within. And for some, that can be a very frustrating understanding. It's part of who we are. It's just our nature. We can't stop sinning. Well, that's not totally true. We can at least become more and more like Christ every day, as Paul taught. We'll hear more about that on the next edition of Study Verse by Verse, a daily visit from Pastor Leighton Sheely, an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, supported in part by the congregation and by listeners like yourself. You can communicate to us uh, through our website at highlands.us. That's highlands.us. During these strange times, there is still ministry going on at Church of the Highlands, and you'll find all the details on that website again, highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. We're always blessed to know that you've joined us. I hope you can come back tomorrow. We'll be here with part two of this message about temptation as we study verse by verse.